This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Alberta is dealing with potentially its worst ever E. coli outbreak after kids became sick at a number of Calgary daycares. Now the cases are in the hundreds with two dozen hospitalized while health officials investigate the likely source of the outbreak. I'm Dave Breckenridge and this is 10-3. Calgary Herald reporter Michael Rodriguez joins me to discuss how it's believed the bacteria spread, what other issues have been revealed through new inspections, and how this has affected parents and their kids. Don't forget you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about the show. So, Michael, Calgary is believed to be in the midst of what's the worst E. coli outbreak in Alberta history, and it's tied to a series of cases at a string of Calgary daycares. When did we first learn about this outbreak? So we heard about this first last Monday, I believe. Provincial officials kind of told the daycare and some parents about it over that long weekend. Uh, folks kind of started hearing about it on uh, Sunday night, uh, Sunday during the day, after dozens of uh, kids presented to the hospital with bloody diarrhea, those real nasty symptoms you hear about with E. coli. And uh, yeah, things got shut down pretty quick. The central kitchen, which has been big part of this from the beginning and all of the 11 involved daycares at the time. So how many cases were there initially? And then you mentioned that they, they closed the central kitchen believed to be tied to this, but what other steps did authorities take at that time to mitigate any further cases? Absolutely. So initially there were 17 lab confirmed cases uh, that Monday when we got the first update. Uh, 17 confirmed cases and 12 individuals hospitalized. Uh, health officials said 50 children had come to the hospital over the long weekend. The, the, the biggest step that they took at the time was, was obviously closing that central kitchen and shuttering those 11 daycares. Beyond that, they were just advising parents of symptoms to look out for, telling people we don't want to overwhelm emergency rooms. So Unless you're symptomatic, don't come to the hospital, that kind of stuff. As you mentioned earlier, that it was a central kitchen that was believed to be tied to all this. Do we know or or what I'm curious what the initial theory was as to how these cases started? Do did it come from perhaps uh, food preparation practices, hand washing practices? Were there any ideas early on about how these cases started? The province didn't really say or sorry, AHS didn't really say anything initially other than this is 11 daycares that share a kitchen, kind of inferring that they were looking into the kitchen at the time. Um, parents I spoke to had uh, done their own little investigation, just grouped together at hospitals. 
groups at both the Alberta Children's Hospital and Peter Lougheed kind of came to the same conclusion that it was the meatloaf that the kids ate the week previous, did their own little epidemiological uh, probe on that and came to that conclusion. But um, yeah, even still, the, the exact source of where this all came from isn't known. AHS is still investigating it. They said it's very likely tied to the central kitchen, but the specific food item or practice that led to this isn't, isn't known. Since the outbreak was first announced, the, you know, 17 cases or, or whatever, what has the total number of cases been as of this recording? So last update we got was yesterday morning. Uh, there were 264 confirmed cases. It's been steadily increasing over the last week, about 30 to 40 a day. There are 25 in hospital, all of whom are children, and 22 have been diagnosed with uh, hemolytic uremic syndrome, which is a serious complication that affects kidneys, blood clotting functions, and it's uh, something that's prevalent among this strain, according to some of the doctors I've spoken with. Of the people who are sick, is it is the vast majority of them kids? Or are there adults who have been sickened by this outbreak as well? Uh, there was at least one adult who was sickened by this earlier this week. I believe they've been re- released from hospital. Uh, AHS told me this morning that the majority of all patients are children and all the patients in hospital as of yesterday were children. Now, we finally heard from provincial officials on Tuesday. We're recording this on Wednesday morning, including the health minister and the children's services minister and officials from uh, Alberta Health Services. What was the message from the province on this issue? And why did it take so long for them to come out and speak to the problem? Absolutely. Um, Essentially, the message was that this is an extraordinary outbreak. Uh, Chief Medical Officer of Health said as much and um, said it's one of the, it's certainly the largest E. coli outbreak in Alberta that he's aware of. And obviously particularly serious given the impact on young children. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And what did officials say about what steps are being taken to ensure the facilities can open again or are some of them open again? And and if they're not to do so safely. So six of the 11 uh, daycares that were shuttered by this opened yesterday. The kitchen itself, the chief medical officer of health said we'll need to pass a thorough uh, AHS health inspection before it reopens. That hasn't happened yet. The facilities themselves are also undertaking significant cleaning, according to uh, letters to parents that I've seen from the uh, fueling brain daycares. And yeah, I think it's just at this point a, a matter of that cleaning being finished and 
obviously students won't be allowed back until they show a negative test. And for some of these more severely impacted daycares, they need a test and essentially a sign off from AHS that they can go back to daycare, either the affected daycare that they were attending or other daycares if parents choose to send them somewhere else. And as I understand it, we've learned more about the kitchen itself that's kind of central to this investigation. And and it sounds like there are some prevailing issues there. What have the inspection reports from Alberta Health Services shown regarding this kitchen? Well, so the most recent one was the one just after, the day after the outbreak was declared, health inspectors went in there. They found um, cockroaches, evidence of a cockroach infection. The, the operator told them that food was being transported for upwards of 90 minutes without uh, proper refrigeration. Issues that could lend to a uh, outbreak like this. But uh, over the last couple of years here, dating back to 2021, there have been issues with uh, sanitization noted at the facility by health inspectors. None that prompted a closure, but it's been an ongoing issue of violations, health violations at this kitchen. Now, I'm curious for their part, what have the operators of these daycares had to say about it? And is it one operator that runs all of these daycares in this kitchen or is it multiple operators and they've decided to share a kitchen uh, facility? So there are multiple operators. Six of the locations were owned by uh, Fueling Brains Academy, which is the same company that's associated with uh, Fueling Mines, which is the kitchen. Uh, And there were five other daycares that also used this shared kitchen as as a catering service for the kids. The company itself, Fueling Brains Academy, hasn't said a lot on this. They put out a kind of sympathy statement last week just after the after the outbreak was declared just notifying parents that you know this is a difficult time difficult situation for you and our staff and we'll continue to provide updates but since then we haven't we haven't heard a lot from these folks for people who may not be familiar with this bacteria what is e coli how is it most typically spread and how serious can it be could people have potentially died here? So E. coli, yeah, it's a serious disease. It's also a bacteria that's pretty commonly found in, in just everybody's gut. It's, it's a natural part of the whole system down there. This specific strain that's spreading, the shiga toxin producing E. coli, that's what's uh, the worrisome bit. Most are harmless. But the toxin this one produces is what causes the bloody diarrhea and the stomach issues that a bunch of Calgary kids are dealing with right now. It's generally spread through uh, food handling issues. It can appear in water, which was the case with the uh, Walkerton outbreak in Ontario in the early 2000s. And yeah, it can be fatal. Seven people died in that outbreak, which is... I believe this is the largest outbreak since that. That one infected about 2,000 people. It was a little more serious. But with the young children involved in this one, it's problematic. They can develop that HUS. There are six kids on dialysis right now. It's a serious 
it's a serious sickness these kids are dealing with. In addition to the the illness and the serious illness, and not to trivialize those things because they are very serious. When you're talking about daycare, it's one of those tricky issues for parents when they rely on facilities like this to care for their kids so they can go to work and illness can kind of throw all of that into chaos and the closure of a number of spaces can throw lives even further into chaos. What have parents said about this outbreak? I mean, you mentioned that that some parents have tried to do a little uh, epidemiological sleuthing of their own, but in terms of how they feel about what the the outbreak has done to their lives, but also to the health of their kids and, and their trust of their daycare, what have they had to say about it? Yeah, parents are... are struggling with that. I was speaking with a woman yesterday who uh, her daughter was just released from hospital on Sunday. Obviously can't go back to daycare quite yet, but uh, you know, these parents are thinking, is this a company, is this a place I want to send my kids again? And obviously with that, there's the process of finding a new daycare, um, reaching out to family, friends that can fill in in the interim. Yeah, and, and parents are also saying that they're having tough time in the financial realm with this company, getting uh, rebates or, you know, just cash back for this time that their kids obviously aren't able to be in daycare. Am I correct in understanding that some parents are considering legal action in this case? Yep, yep. There's a class action suit being uh, developed right now. I haven't heard much on that since last week, but... Uh, yeah, there's something something in the works for sure. Well, I know it's the kind of thing that, that many parents dread or, you know, are concerned about when they send their kids to be cared for by other people. And I can imagine it, it causes a lot of concern in the parenting community. Uh, Michael, thanks for your time. Thanks, Steve. 10.3 is produced by Sean Knox. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Michael Rodriguez. More from him at calgaryherald.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.